pass the wine. Mm. Self-care Saturday. <laughs> pass the wine, self-care Saturday. <laughs> Fill it up. Oh, hi. Welcome to the Mother's Day edition of 52 Self-Care Sundays. I'm your host, Bren, and my good friend, Melissa, has come back on um, this Mother's Day episode to chat about how you can take care of yourself as a mother, mother care, um, while you're just taking care of everybody else because that's the that's kind of the job of being a mom. So um, how do you make sure that you're still a priority um, while you love and care for your family? So here is our chat and um, I hope you enjoy. Welcome back. Thanks. Melissa's back, guys. Hey. I've kicked Phil out for the week. No, he's super pumped about it, actually, but I'm, <laughs> I'm really pumped to have my friend Melissa back. She's from the first episode, from the bedtime routine, so um, we've managed to get super busy, and then life got in the way, and mothering got in the way, and now she just... We're here. Yeah. She popped over with a bottle of wine, so like pretty much... An epic Saturday over at my house right now. <laughs> the huge. So thanks for coming. Thank you. Um, she was trying to sneak out to go back to her house and her family, and I was like, oh no, my friend, we're recording something. <laughs> so it's going to be a short and sweet podcast because I don't want to keep her away from her family too long. But um, it's Mother's Day tomorrow. So yeah. it's, uh, you are an experienced, this is going on your sixth. Mother of two. I have a seven-year-old and a two-year-old. Oh, so seven. She's seven? She'll be seven, I know. What? Isn't that weird? I don't even... Okay. She'll be seven in, like, July, so it's, like, in two months, so I just call her seven. All right, so you know what Mother's Day is all about. I've been around the block. Okay, good. Well, you can tell me um, if you've managed to do some of the things that this article that uh, Phil actually sent over to me that says um, how to give yourself the gift of real self-care according to expert it's in mind body green and it's an article that basically highlights the fact that mothers um, are not taking care of themselves so 78% of women say that they are like forget it and there's no time for me left over at the end of the day Um, as a new mom I see that and like it turns me into like a grumpy person um, because it's like you just sort of feel like you're, go, 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 go. At the end of the day, you're like, I didn't get to do the other things that I know would make me feel like I was, like, on top of shit. And then I'm, like, taking it out on on Philip or her. Hopefully not on the the baby. Definitely the dogs. They don't seem the best side of me. So it's just, <laughs> it's just how do we, how do you do it? Like, how do you sneak yeah. in time to care about yourself when you're caring about other people? I think after, like, a few years, the first year is a bit overwhelming, but I think as you grow as a parent, you do recognize the need, and you just have to fit it in. You just have to. And there's obviously mom guilt that is a real thing, and you kind of have to overcome it. You have to just push push by it and make sure that you do make time for yourself. And, like, whether it be a 10-minute manicure, having a bath, you know putting a face mask on, just 
you know, watching your own Netflix show for 10 minutes. Fuck it. Like, just, sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to put on the little button that says... We're, we're a little bit risque. We're risque. No, no. I'm just Mother's gonna Day. surprise people. Boom. But like you do, you really do. And I mean, I think I've learned that over the years. I wasn't great at it at the beginning, and recognize the need for it later on, and how important it is. You got to fit it in. Yeah, I mean, like I'm talking about it. Like I don't get to do anything nice. For, that's total bullshit. I do a lot of nice things for myself. It's not that. Like I, I know that I'm luckier than many and I have a super supportive partner in this and like I'm not sitting over here without without having bath time and all that kind of stuff and like I've recently started running again which I'm like super pumped about and I know that I'm lucky to have that ability to go do those things I just feel like yeah the mom guilt is there absolutely I feel like the longer I'm away from the house and from the baby that I'm like okay well I better get back like don't do anything too long. Don't take advantage of too much time. And like, exactly. and if I'm going, it has to be for a really good reason. Where does it can't that come just from? Be, it can't just be like, I'm going to do like nonsense. Like it's yeah. like, I'm going to go exercise so that I'm like healthier and my body kind of tries to go back to normal. Like not just for, just for the sort of break. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit intense and like, how have mothers done this all along? And how do mothers, like single mothers do it? How do people without support systems, like I just... It's mind, and how many kids can people, like, one child seems to, like, suck all of the, yeah. all of the, everything out. How do you have two kids? How? It just disperses. I mean, I think it just, you know, you evolve over time, <laughs> and then your partnership just develops, and you guys, do you just adapt. I mean, it, you still, actually, I feel like I have more time for myself now than I did Obviously, when my second was born, you know, it was overwhelming. But, like, as they get bigger, you just, you you know, there is, it's not a permanent time. Okay. All right. There's an evolution of parenthood, and you do have to grow with it and recognize the opportunities when, like, they're getting a bit bigger that you need to take those chances to have a babysitter to go out. We were just talking about babysitters. Like, that idea freaks me out. Like, my really close friend, Lindsay, has offered to babysit. Unfortunately, our first attempt didn't work out due to um, some illness. But at the, at, for, like, for me, I'm like, okay, I can get my head around having her come and babysit. But, like, hiring, like, a teenager. Like, I used to babysit, like, really tiny babies back in the 90s. And I'm like... How did these parents just leave their child with me? It seems insane. It, like, here's $10, Brenna, and here's, like... Oh, no, it was $10 an hour at the time. This is pretty sweet. And, like, here's us... We ordered Swish LA for you, and, like, the yeah. kids, like, are sleeping when I get there, and I'm like, I'm getting paid. This was great. But was I super responsible? Like, I don't know, I guess. But, like, was I responsible enough to, like, care for this person's baby? You know, I think you have to make your own choice, and you have to find someone that fits with your family, and you have to you know, talk to your neighbors and it's not going to be some random, but yeah. at the same time, make the effort. Like I it's know, important to make the effort. You deserve it. You deserve the time that way. It's important. And if you don't, then what does that mean for your life outside of kids? You need to maintain that. Yeah. And if you don't, then, you know, you start to dwindle and that's when you get disgruntled. That's when you get frustrated. Yeah. You need to have that time for you and your partner 
Um, and even if it's just for you, like just have some time, like it's in so important. So you have a life. Yeah. Um, you're you know, a person before you being are so a, a person. And if you don't be your person, then you get, you get frustrated. And I think it's so overlooked for many parents. Um, yeah, and, it feels like it could be pretty destructive. Yeah, like, it can be. So I think it, it, that's my biggest takeaway is just, you know, take that time, take that risk you know, whether baby steps go out nearby your house, go out, you know, for a little drink or like a spa date nearby and have someone watch spa out. Spa date. You I know have what a I mean? gift certificate yeah. to a spa from Christmas. It's May. Do it. <laughs> Fucking book that shit. Like, put that in your calendar. And right. it's so important. You deserve that. Uh, you know what? Like those sleepless nights and you're more... I'm so tired. You're more likely to come back a happier, more welcoming person than if you did if you didn't have That's it. That's a good so. pitch. I'll be like, hey, babe, I'm going to go, but I'm going to be much nicer when I get back. It you might, will. It might actually work. It's it's important. So I would, that's my, that's my pitch on okay. that. On... Well, let's see if you do these five things and then okay. I'll let you go. So here's the article of key top five. Yeah, this is what they say. Is it going to be real self-care for mamas? So be aware of your feelings. The first thing you need to do is to check in with yourself and find out your own needs. I've talked about this in previous podcasts. Sometimes asking yourself what you need might not be the thing you've scheduled, but like, do you do that? Do you have like a regular check-in? Like, I think I'm more, I'm a little bit better now at checking in with myself. I think Well, you needed to get out of the house tonight and come over here, so you did it. Yeah, I did it. So I think just, like, in general, the economy and everyone is more, I don't know, people are talking a bit more about checking in and, like, self-care and headspace and meditation, so I think it's just more of an evolution. Acceptable to to think about those things, yeah. Exactly, whereas I think when you're a parent, you have the pressure of, like, you know, I'm. This is my main responsibility, and this is the only thing I'm doing. Yeah. But at the same time, you do need to check in, and I would recommend that whether it be the Headspace app or Calm dot. Like I know there's Calm app, podcasts, um, whatever it may be, like meditation or a massage. I think it's important to just take a few minutes, morning or night. Head. I I find it beneficial personally yeah. from starting to add it into my routine and um it doesn't have to be a big thing. Yeah. So it's just a couple yeah. minutes where you're checking yeah, in. It's nice to check in. Okay. It is important. All right. Um start or sustain hobbies. You were saying that you don't have any hobbies. Is that true? You have I mean, hobbies. I have hobbies. I feel like most of my hobbies have been a little bit overshadowed by parenting. You tend to be like exhausted by the end of the day. Trying now that littlest person is now two, mm-hmm. um, and he's a little bit more sustainable to have to start to develop hobbies again. So I think it's important. Like, yes, hobbies would be great. Starting to learn, <laughs> starting to learn guitar, trying to add that in. Yeah, but it's also like you know you get exhausted. And you're just like I That's just want to veg out, watch Netflix. That's what That's I think. fine. That could be your hobby. That can be your hobby. That is fine. <laughs> don't tell. Don't let anyone tell you you should have a fucking hobby because <laughs> hobbies are great. There's so much pressure to do a hundred things yeah, in a day. Yeah. Don't worry about you it. You better be Instagramming that hobby. Whatever you are enjoying. Is your hobby. Is your hobby. Oh, pleasure is self-care. Whatever you want to do. You want to have a bath? That's your hobby. Yeah. You want to do a face mask? That's your hobby. Drink wine? Great hobby. Yeah. I have a very good hobby 
wine drinker. drinker. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're yes, really driving that point home. Okay, so yeah. anything you do that is not parenting is your hobby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but can parenting be your hobby? No. no. Parenting is a <laughs> shitty hobby. <laughs> you need a better hobby. <laughs> That's your job. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. ask for help in ways big and small. Do oh my God. you ask for help? So... The first year my first was born was overwhelming because my mother-in-law was very helpful, which scared the shit out of me, and I wasn't (laughs) used to it. So that was overwhelming. People, if you have anyone in your life who's offering you help, just fucking take it. Yeah. Because they deserve to be there. You deserve a break. You don't have to be there for every minute. Just enjoy the help. And if you don't have help... Ask for it is what I can say. Just find people, find neighbors, find people who have babysitters, who have people who are reliable that you feel comfortable with. I feel like you're talking to someone here. Are you speaking to anybody in particular? No, I think it's important. Like, because, I mean, a lot of people don't have family nearby. Yeah. We are very privileged. Like, we are so lucky that I have people to come help me. And not everybody has that. And I think it's important that then if you don't, that you... That you look outside and find it because you, it, it's impossible. People, yeah, exhausting. they used to say it took like a village to raise a, a kid, kid before, and I think I don't know. I'm I've been pretty. Um, I think we've been. I I mean I ha- like I said like Phil has. We've just been really lucky to have a situation where he's able to be there. And help in the mornings and stuff. I know a lot of people, their partners get off to work at like six in the morning and then it's like, see you later. And then if the whole thing is on you all the time, that's like, I just don't know how people do it. But yeah, it's exhausting. But we've been sort of pretty like, oh, we're doing this on our own. So it's the two of us. So I think, you know, we're at nine and a half months and I was just explaining that we haven't managed to go out for a dinner by ourselves, which I mean, like, again, you're talking about privilege, like, here's my big complaint, oh, my God, have for dinner. Like, I don't feel like we're, you know, suffering in that sense, but, like, you're right, there's probably a difference between having dinner downstairs with the baby sleeping upstairs and going out to a restaurant and being like, oh, hey, you, <laughs> like, yeah. look at you over there, I remember yeah. you. Yeah, that yeah. person is... It, they're still there so yeah yeah, it's 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 important to take those opportunities okay help help me sorry (laughs) help me find a babysitter for two hours i will go down the road um advocate for yourself always what does this mean someone will always need you whether that's your work your partner your friend or your child so it's easy um it's up to you to find a ritual that makes you feel whole and that you can implement it consistently okay so self-care is not a singular act bloody bloody blah Okay, so this has kind of been the whole point of trying to do this podcast was like, am I going to find that magical bit of self-care that like really sticks and that like is the thing, like what's the missing link? And I think like some people find it in their yoga practice or some people find it in their like morning routine where they get up and they meditate and they do all this. I feel like I'm just running. I mean, maybe it's the setup or like the nature of this, the the project of like trying different things every week like I'm not giving myself enough time to like stick to one thing but I don't know if I found that thing that like makes me feel like this is my I I don't know do you have anything that you're like advocating for yourself so like if people are asking for everything you you do this do this do this someone's always going to need you is there something that you do that's like 
okay, wait, I need everyone to get out of here and I'm going to do this so that I'm like feeling like strong enough to be able to then go out and help you guys. I mean, music for me is pretty critical. So I have times where I need to like just have my music in and just kind of check out, focus on my task in the day. Um, I also do sort of a journaling in the morning, which I find helpful to sort of reflect on. See, these are all very good <clears throat> self-care things. Very good self-care. And I, I mean, like, I haven't really done them for many years or anything, but I've found that they've been helpful for me personally. But, like, just having that time. And, I mean, I do it commuting. Like, I do it on the subway. It's not like it's something that you have to be like, I'm going to sit in my bed. Like, it, you can do it on the go. I have, yeah. you know, one note, and I just, you know, kind of focus, hey, what's the thing that I want to focus on today? What's the thing I'm grateful for today? What am I looking forward to today? And then maybe like sometimes like I'll do on the way home, like what was I really happy about today? What was something grateful? And just sometimes having those few minutes to just look at those times of myself and like my own minutes. Yeah. And not like these are times with the baby or these are times with the family. Like I think just kind of focusing on my own time is critical. So those are things that have been helpful. Hmm. I was listening to, um, it was on, I think it was like CBC radio and they have this, um, uh, show called tapestry. And like part of it was like, um, talking about how difficult it is to be a parent these days. Like everyone's really worried about judgment and like, we've turned it into like a sport almost like of like, how can you be the, you know, the most, the highest achieving parent and all this kind of stuff. And one of the things was the woman and I'm, I'm forgetting the author's name, um, but she had written this book about like how you know parents are needing um more support and things like this but she was like you know if and like ways to implement things that will help you like become a better parent but like by taking care of yourself and one of the things she said was like if you're blessed with a a bit of a commute and it's like it's a funny thing to say like oh my god who's blessed to have to commute but like the greatest thing of life yeah she's like i know i haven't gone back to work yet but like i'm kind of thinking yeah actually i can sort of see like that 15 to half an hour to an hour She's like, if you're blessed with, like, a 45-minute commute where you can, like, just disconnect from your home life, get yourself in work mode. It's the best. And then also turn around and do the same thing on the way home. She's like, some parents sit in their driveway for five, ten minutes when they get home so that they don't walk straight in. Um, It sounds like that could be a way to kind of, like, okay, check in with yourself and really, okay, but that's an older point. But anyway, regardless, I think it sounds a similar thing. Yeah, like, whether or not you have a commute or not. Yeah. Fit in an extra five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Very interesting. Well, we got one last point. Sorry. That's I okay. Saw. It feels... Uh, nice love yourself. Mistakes and all. Oh. That's a big sigh. What's <laughs> <laughs> behind the sigh? I mean, I think there's just so much pressure on women and parents in general, and I just... I mean, I think it's taken me a long time to kind of accept the fact that you're not, like, adhering to a handbook and that not every kid's going to be the same and stop comparing yourself and your kid to every daycare situation. It's just, it's not, it's so much pressure 
Yeah. And I think a lot of moms do it. There's so much Instagram. There's so much social media. Is my kid doing this? Well, even going through the milestones, right? No, like Rose, nine and a half months, and people will be like, so is he, how are his nights? Is he sleeping through the night? I'm like, ah, uh, he's sleeping like a baby. Terribly. And then it's like, well, what's he, is he, he must be running around by now. I'm like, no, he's like dragging himself across the floor. He's like barely crawling. So it's like these things where you're going like, oh my God, did I do something? Did I not put him in the right environment and all that kind of stuff. And like, are those mistakes? Like things like, I'm sure in the winter I was overdressing him cause he was too hot and then he would be itchy. And then I was worried that his skin would like, so it's exhausting. I, you're going to be making mistakes the whole way along. No matter what you're going to make mistakes. But then you look around and I'm like, everyone else survived. So surely not everyone was doing hundred percent. There's the right no thing the handbook. Whole time. <laughs> there was no internet like 10 years ago. So Hey, yeah. People, people still figured, figured it out. out. Yeah. Like, I think it's just a lot of social and a lot of pressure of, like, moms. But at the same time, I mean, I think there's a lot of people who are more accepting of stuff nowadays where there's more discussion. Yeah. Which is good. And having that open discussion is helpful when you interact with, you know, when you overcome situations or you're encountered with an issue with a kid. Yeah. Or people are willing to share like, yeah, their you struggles. Yeah, you can share it. I've met some not... good moms, like from my, like it's the key. crew that are all, that have the same age babies as I do. Like really good, like chats. And like I walked out of a cafe one morning, like, cause I was just having a day with Ro and like he was super fussy and I was like, I just gotta go. And they were like, do you want us to like, we'll hold on to him while you go get your stroller? Like just a lot of support that way. And then I had to like leave and then message the group being like, whoa guys, sorry. They're like, we've all been there, blah, blah, blah. So it's a different kind of village. I think that's been created with like, I mean, it's, I met these people off of Facebook. Like, it's who nice. would have thought Facebook would be useful for anything anymore? And it's helpful for people who might not have that, um, you know, family group or family support to reach out and and not feel secluded and yeah. have and and realize that those those opportunities are there. Reach out through social if you need that support group. They're yeah. there, and not everyone everyone's in the same boat. Like, yeah. no one knows what the hell they're doing yeah. in the first year by the way. Yeah. No matter how many books you read. Because, yeah. like, every kid's different. So, just, you know, it's nice to have that. So, I would recommend that. Totally. Just reach out. Don't feel secluded to talk about situations. Yeah, about mistakes. They aren't mistakes. They're, They're learning. And, learnings. like, the baby's learning you and you're learning the baby. Mm-hmm. So, it's like everyone's figuring it out. Well, thank you because you've been, like, a super supportive mama friend and then pre-mama friend as well so it's awesome to have someone in my corner that can like give me like cheer me on and help me kind of figure out when I'm like looking the wrong way and not knowing that I need a babysitter etc etc and in terms of like parenting and stuff like you with your two kids like you're so chill I remember back <laughs> back in the, I mean to me I, I, know I laugh you, because you know how I know I'm not you chill. pre I know, you, I know you pre-baby and I remember you were not chill like I would not have put you in a chill category and then you just like you're a real natural parent so it's think, pretty cool to yeah. see that you've kind of like really settled into your role in a really fun way like you guys always look like you're doing interesting things the kids are always like 
don't know. It's it's it's, it's nice. I mean, good I think, role model. I think that's the blessing of children that they really bring out sometimes the best of you, and they put shit in perspective that yeah. you cannot. You cannot. Ten minutes just, late. You're lucky that I made it. Yeah, at you all. just you can't you can't you can't fake it with the kids. So you just you know they really do put things in perspective in the best way, and yeah. I think that's my best part of being a parent is that they just help me keep things in mind and just enjoy myself, and I want to be a better person for them. And yeah, it's it's all good. So. It's worth it. It's so worth it. Yeah. Have more kids. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll end there. Thank you so much and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, y'all. Cheers. 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 To all the mommies out there. Cheers, mamas. Happy Mother's Day. Yay. Thanks for coming. And that's our episode this week. Um, I just wanted to say that, um, you know, holidays like this or days um that kind of call out things that may be a bit painful for people or um bring up harder memories and things like that um just that today um on mother's day give yourself a bit of extra care um in relation to your own life as a mom if that's what you happen to be or if you're hoping to be a mom or if you have issues with your own mom or are missing your own mom um you know everyone's affected by a mother so um please take the time this week to really listen to what um you need to do to care for yourself in a in a really good way so um big hugs to everybody and have a great week take care of yourselves bye